When we clean the barn and throw the manure out back, it just freezes in a pile. When chickens die, or sheep die, or even if a cow dies, it's left out back on the manure pile, because, like Uncle David says, we're all fertilizer in the end. Uncle David is old. So old, we don't even know for sure how old he is. He says when he dies, he wants to be thrown on the manure pile, just like the dead animals. But he might be kidding. The main thing is that no matter what Miss Halverson tells Wayne, in the spring, everything gets soft, and it's an awful mess. When the dead animals on the pile thaw out, they bring early flies, and that means maggots, and that means stink that stops even my father, or Uncle David, or Nell's, when they open the back door of the barn to let the cows out. <laughs> father says when he opens the door of the barn on a spring morning to let the cows out after milking. The smell from the pile makes him sneeze. Just outside the door, the cows sink in until their bellies are hung up in manure and slop, and they have to skid and lunge to get to solid ground. Sometimes my father and Wayne and I have to get in the muck in back of the barn and heave on the cows to help them through. There's not a part of it that can be called fun. I'm small for eleven, and the goop comes up to my crotch. When I bear down and push on some old cow's leg and she comes loose, I almost always fall on my face. That makes Wayne laugh. He's always ready to laugh when I do something dumb. And when he laughs, I get mad and take after him. Then father has to grab me by the back of my coat and hold me until I cool down, hanging there dripping manure like some old sick cat, and I can't think of any part of it that makes me come up with an awakening. It's just soft and stinky. We live on a farm, on the edge of a forest that reaches from our door in Minnesota all the way up to Hudson's Bay. Uncle David says the trees there are stunted and small, the people are short and round, and the polar bears have a taste for human flesh. That's how Uncle David says it when he goes into his stories. He says he's seen such things, but that's for later. The farm has 87 cleared acres. My father says each tree pulled to clear it was like pulling a tooth. I saw him use the team once to take out a popple stump that wasn't too big, and he had the veins sticking out on the horses' necks, so they looked like ropey cords before that stump let go. The woods are tight all around the farm, come right down to the edge of it, but the fields are clean, and my father says the soil is good, as good as any dirt in the world, and we get corn and oats and barley and flax and some wheat. There are six of us in the family, my mother and father, and my brother Wayne, and my uncle David, who isn't really my uncle, but sort of my great-uncle, who's very old, and Nels, who's old like David. We all live in a wooden house with white board siding. Downstairs are four rooms. The kitchen, which is big and has a plank table in it and a wood stove with a shiny nickel top, is my favorite. It smells all the time of fresh-baked bread, because Mother always has rolls rising or cooking or cooling, 
and the smell makes my mouth water. Next to the kitchen is a room with a table and a piano and four chairs around the table. In all my life, and in all of Wayne's life, and as near as we can figure in all my parents' lives, nobody has ever sat at the table or played the old piano. Once a month, when the Farm Gazette comes with the pictures of Holsteins or workhorses painted on the cover, my mother puts the magazine in the middle of the table in the dining room. That's what she calls it. And the magazine stays there until the next month, when the new one comes. Once I asked her why. For color and decoration, she said. Only one time did I ever see anybody take the magazine up. Father came in of a morning after chores and picked the magazine off the table and made a comment about the cow on the cover. Mother took it from him.